This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good uh, Tuesday morning to you, all you folks out there. It's a beautiful uh, day. Glad you could take time out of your day and join us here on Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion. Sure to jumpstart your day. If you're an old hand around here, you know all that. and You're probably sick of hearing that. We've said it for a long time. But if you've happened to tune in by accident or on purpose, I would just let you know that what we do is read a chapter of the Bible, spend some time with the Lord, do a morning devotion, and then we come down to a little studio we have here in the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we share and talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter I keep saying us because we always do this uh, in tandem. My co-host today is Pastor Christian Hurston. How are you doing, Pastor Christian? I'm doing great. Excited to be here in Philippians 4. And, man, Morning Breath's been going for a while. I was trying to think about how long it is. You you have a better grasp on that. But I remember listening to it years ago, like, you know, many, many years ago, 15. Oh, at least. Oh, yeah. yeah. At least and, 15. Yep. The weather, weather, weather part from Pastor Eric. He gave a wave update on what's going on with the yeah. wind. Wow, for, that, now you are going for back now. boaters and fishermen yep. and for surfers. And yep. I was like, oh, man, I got the, the surf court forecast. The too. semi almost live with a satellite feed delay yeah. in the safety and comfort of your own computer. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we used to say it back yeah. in the day. It's a great program. Think about you the You know, benefit. I think you just brought up Pastor Eric Parton. Yeah. His birthday oh. is like tomorrow. Oh, cool. I, is it November 11th? 17th? But no, it was last week. Wow. There we go. Now we're, yeah. now I'm on track. His birthday yeah. was just last week. So yeah. shout out to Pastor Eric. Happy birthday. All Absolutely. you Pastor Eric friends on Facebook, give him a belated. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's yeah, awesome. he's a good guy. Yeah. So to imagine someone's life, how enriched it's been <sighs> doing morning breath for 15 years and wow. being a part of this. and. You know, it's really cool. Maybe you're not able to be with us on Sunday mornings all the time, but you get to do life with us. You know, that's one thing that I enjoyed is even when I wasn't at East Coast, as much as I am yeah, now, yeah. I was able to really do life with you and, you know, do the Bible studies and get to know. So a little, little bit of an intro there, but that's a great thing. And if you want to stay connected with us, the easiest way is through our app. That's something we didn't have 15 years ago is the East Coast app. You can get it on the Apple or the Google Play Store, or you can get it on our website, eccc.us. That's eccc.us. And you can go on there for info, the events, past sermons, all of our Morning Breath episodes, and the devotion guide. You can also follow us on social media. So that's on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. We've got some encouraging, God-filled content every single day for you on there. Or if you prefer, you can call the church offices at 321-452-1060. And we would love to either email or mail out a devotion guide for Morning Breath or any other information you might want. Yes, I just want to do a shout-out, and this isn't an ad for the hotel. For the people who work at the Radisson, we were over there last week, and... uh, Lots of the people that were serving yeah. and helping and that were Morning Breath listeners. So cool. And they were talking to me about it. Really cool. Thank you, guys. Yeah. That's awesome and so encouraging. I was a little embarrassed, actually. I didn't, you know, respond that much at the moment because it's, it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, you know, like, hey, Pastor said, Dan. Hey, I heard yeah. somebody. Like, I listen to you on Morning Breath. I your voice. I was like, oh, hey, how you doing? But I really do appreciate it. listening that you listen and love and For sure. appreciate me. So uh, God bless you guys. Yeah. Thanks. Shout out to the Radisson. Absolutely. 
So what do we got? What's going on around here? Yeah, so we want to remind you guys to be able to stay tuned for Pastor Matt and Pastor Jessica's Morning Breath video podcast every Monday, which is awesome. So you can be able to watch that and get to see them in person. And also remind you guys to be able to stay connected with our weekend services. So you can watch online, but we would love to see you in person. We're saying all the time, welcome back welcome home. If you've been gone for a season, maybe through COVID and through this year, or maybe it's been a couple of years and you're thinking, you know, I need to get back into church. It's time to get back there. We would love to have you. There's, we won't be awkward at all. We'll just say, welcome home. And so we'd love, love to be a part of the weekend services with us. Absolutely. Love to see you in person. If you haven't been back in a while, welcome back. Come on back. We'd love to have you. So we're in Ephesians, Philippians chapter four. Yeah. And uh, it's a great little chapter. So good. 23 verses. You, you reading what translation are you going to I'm gonna... doing the New King James. Oh, my gosh. This is it. I got, normally do the NLT. Oh, my but gosh. I memorized my Bible in the beginning. Not the whole thing. I wish I could have. But <laughs> most of the scriptures I know by heart, I know in New King James. And so I just, I read it this morning in the NLT, the NIV, NLT, or the Amplified Message. And I was like, man, New King James is just the one. It's money. And in honor of Pastor Dan. Thank you. Yeah. It's well, the, I did read it in the NLT this morning just so I could keep up with you. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed it in the but NLT. Some of the some of the well-known verses felt wrong Yeah, because that, it's just not the way I'm used to saying it and the, hearing it. Even the rhythm of a, of a yeah. different worded sis, s- sentence doesn't feel the yeah. same. And so yeah. it's definitely still, though, got the heart yeah. of, of the Word of God is still there yeah. in the NLT. But it's not as poetic. No, it's uh, not to me. Yeah. Well, let's read it. I'm going to read through verse 11. Excellent. I'll let you uh, take uh, the last, uh, what is it, 12 to 23. 12, yeah, 12 verses. And I'll take the first 11. We'll go from there. All right. I must say unto you, read, sir. Philippians chapter 4, New King James. Therefore, my beloved and longed for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore Judea and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in by everything. Excuse me. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you have learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did la- did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. Verse 12, I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I have learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. 
Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all in abound. I am full, having received from Euphritus, I messed that up, and things <laughs> sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God, and my God shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. 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 It actually says it twice. Look it does. at that. Well, well, we always say amen, and it says yeah, it once. Yeah, right? look at there. And amen's a whole sentence there. Yeah. It says amen, period. Oh, wow. I like it. That's cool. So uh, I, had, I had a little thought, and I just want to— uh, Maybe maybe start out with this. It yeah. says, "In the peace of God, which yeah. surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds yeah. through Christ Jesus." Then it tells you, you know what to, what type of things to think about. Yeah. Uh, earlier, it said, uh, "Rejoice in the Lord always." And again, I say, rejoice. And so we've got this sort of rejoice. Mm-hmm. Don't be anxious. Don't yeah. worry. Pray then the peace of God will guard your hearts. And I just want to talk about our hearts for a minute, how important our heart is. I think very often we lose track of what's going on in our lives. It's it's pretty easy for people to look at our actions and tell where we're at. They see us, you know, cranky or distracted or, you know, smug any of the things somebody might be in yeah. a situation, looking in your direction. No, just teasing. And, uh, you know, you, you see the outside, whether it's me being all those things yeah. or whatever I'm doing, outside action is pretty easy to see. But inside condition of the heart is not as easy to read. No. But the truth is all the outside action yeah. are a result of inside yep. condition of our hearts. And I think we, you know, the Bible says, guard our hearts with all diligence, yeah. for out of them flow the issues of life. And doing life in the world we live in right now with a heart problem, now I'm not talking about, you know, cardiac type heart problem, but a, but, but a you know. Soul heart. Yeah, soul yeah. heart. The, the, for me, it would be your soul and your, and your spirit are in your heart. Yeah. Um, with heart problems is a big problem. And if that's not working right, all these other things will not, you can't fix yourself just by saying, I'm going to think on good things. I'm going to think on good things. If you actually have a heart problem, you should analyze that heart problem. One of the biggest heart problems I see uh, that, I'm going to pick on men for a minute, that men have, but women are not by any means, you know, immune to this, is anger. Yeah. People go around, in the world we're living in right now, it's pretty easy to see how angry the world is right now. For sure. And so how do you fix anger in your heart? Let's just say, I mean, I think we could all, uh, Nick's sitting over there at the board, Pastor Christian's over here across from me, we could all say we've gotten up some mornings and we're just mad. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> fall out of the wrong side of the bed. Just, and that's what they call that. Yeah. Oh, you got up on the wrong side of the bed, you cranky thing. Yeah. But what is what produces that anger on the inside of us? Where is it coming from? And I would say 90% of the time, anger in our lives is uh, because someone owes us something they didn't, they aren't giving us. Now, it might be a debt, like they owe me affection or they owe me, you know, uh, money or they owe me uh, respect or they owe me, and you could go right down the line of these things that people should give you. Yeah. Or it could be that they, you owe me not to mistreat me or to, you know, it's actually something they're doing to you yeah. that they shouldn't do to you yeah. and they owe you better. I, I deserve better than that. And when that dynamic's working on the inside, oh, it makes for a really angry, frustrated poison. life. It is yeah. poison. Poison. And the thing that I would, I would just say, the key to all that is, you have to forgive the debt yeah. of that person. If the debt is omission, they should be and aren't. Yeah. You need to forgive their debt. Yeah. And if the debt is, or if the act is commission, and they're doing something to you, yeah. you need to forgive the action yeah. that they're doing to you. So. Um, I could say more about that, but I don't want to give you a chance to jump yeah, in. Even if they don't really deserve it, we still— No, that doesn't we, have any yeah, bearing. we still need to, is that Christ forgave us even when we were in enmity against him. When we were fighting against him, he forgave us. So that's a that's a good word. There's so many places to go. I'm going to stay away from the obviouses of Philippians 4, 8. Yeah, I I'm, not, I'm not going to let you change subjects yet because I think it's very important that we maybe drive this home in some people's, okay. people's hearts on, yeah. this, on this thing. Not that they deserve it or if they deserve deserve it or not, this isn't about the other person. Yeah, this is about you. This is about you. Yeah, in your heart, what's Guard happening. your heart yeah. with all diligence. Yeah. I guard my heart from what you might do to yeah. it, and I guard my heart from what I might do yeah. to it. And so that releasing that debt, and I just, I challenge you today to try this. Wow. I challenge you that when you feel like somebody's letting you down yeah. or hurting you or whatever it is, even before they finish hurting you, say, I just choose to release that and forgive that in Jesus' name. I'm not going to hold that against them. That's good. And you see what happens on the inside of you because the only one that is taken captive and goes in bondage when when someone is is walking in an unforgiving mindset is a person that refuses to forgive. Because yeah, people can it. hurt you all the time. Oh, yeah. They don't even remember doing it. Yep. It's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die from it. It's, yeah, it's that's, not, a, that's a good line. It's not like helping it. you or them at all. Like they're, they're just moving on with life and you're the one who's bitter and bound up with it. So yep. I had shared this recently on a Sunday morning is that God really put it on my heart is even if that person's not here anymore, especially oh, yeah. if they're not here Absolutely. anymore, is you can still forgive them. And there's some powerful methods of doing that is, you know, set a chair out and picture them there and forgive them and actually go through the process of, I forgive you for that hurt. I release you. I release myself to not be bound up by that anymore. And man, that's a good word, Pastor Dan. Yeah, it's powerful. And I'll tell you what, it, you say, well, I've tried it. Well, do it again. Yeah. I, I challenge you. You know, there's sometimes I have to do it in in a certain situation three or four times. Yeah. 
Oh, I've just, done that. Just keep doing it. Yeah, God, bring it back up. And I'm like, nope, I forgave them. Sorry, he goes, you're no. not done yet. There's still some, there's some root of bitterness in there, as the Bible says, that you got to continue to dig out. Yeah, you just keep and say, oh, I totally forgave him. Oh, that's all right. Totally forgive him again. Yeah. Do it again, do it again, do it again. Uh, it, it, what happens is when it comes back to your mind, it has all the poison and pain in it that it wants to re-inject into your system. Yeah. So every time it comes back to your mind, say, nope, I've forgiven that, Dad. Yep. I, I just set them free. They don't owe me anything. Yep. God bless them and move on. Make you for a healthier life. Now I'm going to let you change subjects. Yeah, and it's hard to pick it, but I'm going to go with verse 6 because I did a little study here, and it's cool. When you look at the actual King James version of this, it says, be careful for nothing, yeah. which I like. I, I tried to kind of pick on my kids about that because they're like, well, be careful. And I was like, hey, Bible says be careful for nothing. That's right. But when you look at the different translations, New King James is saying be anxious for nothing, then NLT is don't worry about anything or even messages, don't fret or worry. So you get an idea of what Paul is saying here. Yes, but I think this idea is for us not to walk in this timidity is that we like to use the term here, Pastor Chris really brought it on a message of this confidence that you have. It's not confidence in your own self, but it's a confidence in the God who created the world. The same power that raised Christ Jesus lives in us. And we have that kind of confidence. So we can be careful for nothing. We can be anxious for nothing. And then you're able to, you know, it goes on to say, but in everything by prayer, supplication, and with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And you highlighted that when you started saying it, but that's something that God has really been rocking in me is that thanksgiving is a huge part of this equation is if you won't, if you miss that, you're not going to be able to have that peace of God is that we've been as a family taking time in the evenings to be able to share just things we're grateful for. And it's, it's comical when we're around the dinner table back, like, guys, what do you think before? I'm thankful for this meal right here. I'm like, okay, go a little deeper than that. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a good meal, but what else are you thankful for? for. And if you're out there and you've been fighting depression, you've been fighting a spirit of heaviness, the number one thing to fight that successfully is an attitude of gratitude, is really being thankful. And when you do an inventory and you can write out, I'm going to challenge you right now, write out 10 things that you're grateful for in spite of what's happening with politics and our world and with COVID, write out those things and you will be shocked at how it will renew your mind and how just having Thanksgiving can totally change your attitude. And so that's a, a challenge for you today to, to be anxious for nothing, but with Thanksgiving, make your request known to God. And then it promises the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Oh, that's a beautiful picture. Um, I could say so much about that. Where would I go from here? First of all, I want you to know that when it says, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding or surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. You got to know this is peace that is supernatural. Yeah. This is not the peace of Dan or the no. peace of Christian. It's the peace of God. And so here's what I believe about the peace of God. I believe you and I and everyone who knows Jesus has the peace of God in our lives flowing 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Yeah. Why do I believe that? Because the because the peace of God is the fruit of it's the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. God is producing peace on the inside of us all the time. Mm -hmm. The problem is 
If you're anxious, you're destroying and blocking the peace of God from flowing. So how do you bridge that gap? You pray. You pray with thanksgiving. It says with supplication, with thanksgiving. It says let your request be known unto God. Now here's the key. If you pray like Jesus taught us to pray, how did he teach us to pray? He told us to ask the Father, believing that we receive. He also said right in that same portion that we forgive. Yeah. Going right back to if you don't want to be angry all the time, you got to let people go and forgive them. big part of it. You, You forgive, you ask God in Jesus' name, and then you believe that you receive. Yeah. Now, if I'd offer Nick, which I'm not going to, $100 and yeah. say, Nick, I'm going to give you 100 bucks. Didn't I give you some money a while back? You did. Okay. Where's that? <laughs> I, I need it back. Oh. Oh, I told you you could spend it, didn't I? Mm. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, if I was to give Nick some money, say, hey, Nick, I'm on the radio right now, but give me a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to give you the $100. Let's just say Nick asked for it. Pastor Dan, can I? Would you loan me $100? And I said, yes, Nick, as soon as we're done with the radio, I'll do it. Nick wouldn't sit there and go, oh, what am I going to do for the $100? Oh, I need the $100. He trusts me enough that knows that I give him the $100. Maybe not today because I'm kind of mad at him, but I'm forgiving him as we go on. No. Tomorrow. um, Yeah, tomorrow. Maybe I'll give it to him tomorrow. But he knows that he's going to get it, and that's me. How much more God, oh, yeah. when we ask God. It's not a man that he should lie. Yes. It's the same. We yeah. ask God for something. Why can't we believe yeah. that we've got yeah. what we've asked for? And that's when peace comes. Nick would be at peace about getting his hundred bucks yeah. from me. Oh, yeah. How much more if he asks God for a hundred bucks? Yeah. Or enough money to do a wedding? Or enough money to do, you know, life or buy a truck or start a business or whatever or wherever you're at in life can't you gotta trust god that god is well let's see if we can get a loan for my parents well i'm sorry your parents may be doing well but they don't touch you know what god's got the resources that god has and so you gotta one of the reasons you've got peace is that you know you got it yeah and so you get the peace of God because you've communed with God and you trust God and you believe God. So there is a lot of faith is involved in here. You know, not only battling that thing, those things that come from the outside, yeah. but having that battle in your own heart to say, look, I've asked for it. I prayed. That settles it. You know, I'm going forward now. Yeah. That's how we please God is by having faith is when we walk in That's faith, good. we please the Lord. And so... You have faith that you'll have the peace, and then that peace, the message translation says, will umpire your heart. Oh, you think that. about an umpire calling strike, foul. You know, he's saying, nope, this doesn't belong here. We're going to get that thing out, but we're going to let that peace direct us and guide us, and that's a big part of it. There's a, a verse that we're wrapping up this section here, but I love in verse 17. It says, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account, and that is so cool. This is Paul's generous heart is he's saying, you guys were the only ones that supported me. And that was great. You know, we know historically that Paul was pretty well to do is that he had done well as a tent maker and that God had provided his needs. He goes into this talking about, I've been rich and poor. I've been hot and cold, but 
I didn't want the gift for me. I wanted it so you could be richly blessed because I know what it's going to do in your life. And when you have that mindset, it changes everything to realize it's not just for me. It's to know what God is going to do. And we've seen that in people's lives when they're generous. It's what it can do when you have a sacrificial sacrifice, when you're giving in a way above and beyond, you can be like, man, God is going to really bless them. Absolutely. I love the thought of your account. You know, um, and if you think about this in a strictly, you know, uh, banking sense, yeah. we we have a couple of accounts, Carol and I, we have a checking account, a savings account, yeah. and, you know, we have a, what we call a, a finance investment account. Yeah. And so we have all those things and sometimes they're more blessed than others, you know, like, you know, oh, sometimes yeah. there's more month than check and sometimes yeah. there's more check than month. But I like the idea that God wants to fill your account. Yeah. And he cares about you that way. We're going to take a break on your account, and we'll be back in a minute. You are listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center, Merritt Island, Vieira, and Coco. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing covers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing, for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too small or too big. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Or visit us online at ineedafencenow.com. For over 30 years, Cabern Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabern Air will take care of it. 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or visit them online at cabern.com. Hi everyone, Kevin Barfield here with Barfield Contracting and Associates. We are a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. We're located in Cocoa Village, but we service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. We also offer many discounts, military, senior, we offer free estimates, and we appreciate every opportunity that we're given. We're at 454-4531. That's 454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. God bless you. The Mezzanine Church for Young Adults. Pursuing the presence of God both locally and globally, The Mezzanine meets at East Coast Christian Center every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Call 321-452-1060, extension 133, for more information. That's 452-1060, or visit mz9.org. Welcome back to the show. This hey, everybody, welcome back. Morning. Pastor Christian, share what you got to So verse 9 says, The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. Oh. And I think that there's 
I like this idea as things are more caught than taught is that my kids and the people who are doing life with me are watching me do life. And that's so much more impacting than just me sharing something on a Sunday morning from the stage is he just gave this long list of whatever's good, pure, holy, lovely of good report. Those are the things that Paul is modeling. And he's saying, you can follow me. You can look at my life and I'm going to point you back towards Jesus. And so find someone in your life that you can look up to and then to have someone behind you who can look at you. You know, that's a great way to stay clean and to be able to live a good life. It's when you got people who are doing life and modeling what you're doing. And so that's really helped me. I learned that as a young Christian and it's been a great example to my life. You know, what's interesting about that. I, I commend that and think that's encouraging. It's, it's been a great benefit to me as well with people in my life. But it, notice what it says here. Things which you've learned, received, and heard, and saw in me, these do. And he says it this way, the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. Earlier, he said the peace of God, yeah. which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind. But he takes it to another level here. He doesn't say the peace of God. He says the God of peace. Yeah. And I do think he's talking about a greater level of walking in the blessing. God, who brings peace with him wants to be with you yeah. when you start seeing, hearing, and then doing. That's good. God bless you guys. Have a great day. See you next time. Move that thing back. Thank you for listening to Morning Breath from East Coast Christian Center. We hope to see you at one of our locations this weekend. For additional information, such as service times, events, and more, please visit us at eccc.us. Thanks, and we hope you have a blessed day. Blessed day.